0: Today I'm going to speak on a topic that may not be familiar to you at all and may be a reminder to some. I chose this topic because I realized that as a church, we're all in this together. Not one of us is alone in our walk, with, in our walk of faith, right? And in this walk of faith, there are many battles that we face. Many battles come our way. We have all experienced battles, haven't we? Yes. I wish at times we didn't have to experience battles. But unfortunately, we have an enemy that is looking to fight us and defeat us. And in this mindset, in being in a spiritual battle, as the Bible states that we're in, we need to know what our role is in this battle. I have a scripture here in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse four through five. It says, the weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. This scripture states, ladies, that we're in a fight. It also indicates that we need to use our weapons. So when it comes to the roles we play in this battle of faith, we need to know, God, what role are we going to fill? There's three major roles in an army, a spiritual army. Number one... Since we are all in this battle, we're all believers and we are all soldiers. Number two, your pastors and your pastor's wives, they're your leaders, your generals. And number three, there is another role that is seldom spoken about but crucial to the soldiers and crucial to the pastors and the pastor's wives. It is a role crucial to the soldiers because since they are protecting their pastors, they are protecting their source of direction and vision. And that is the role of the armor bearer. The armor bearer. The term armor bearer originates from the Bible where it is used to reference to those who carried the physical armor of kings, generals, princes, right into battle. Did you know that King David, he was a king, but he was also an armor bearer before he became a king. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 18 through 21, it says, One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the harp. He is a brave man, a warrior. He speaks well and is a fine looking man, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the sheep. David came to Saul and he entered his service. Saul liked him very much and David became one of his armor bearers. In the same way, ladies, a spiritual armor bearer carries the weight of their pastor's burdens, praying for them and interceding on their behalf and shielding them. Jesus also had armor bearers. If you read the scriptures, you will find that Jesus, on many occasions, he took three of his disciples with him to pray, to intercede and to be closest with him. These three disciples were Peter, James, and John. In Mark chapter 5, verse 37, Jesus allowed only these three to witness the resurrection of a dead little girl. And then in Matthew chapter 17, verse 1, after six days, the Bible says, Jesus then took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, led him up on a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before him. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. And in Matthew... Chapter 14, verse 33, at the Garden of Gethsemane, there, there is a scripture again. He took Peter, James, and John along with him, and he began to be deeply distressed and troubled. And guess what? Jesus' ministry increased and multiplied because there were armor bears standing by him. And let me be clear here, today's armor bearer, it's not an office, it's not a position, it's an attitude, an attitude, an armor bearer has an attitude that shows protection for their pastor and their pastor's wife that is leading them, which sadly many times don't come. Actually, I want to go back to this. They are to raise up the shield of faith. And they are to stop the darts, the spears, the arrows of the poison that are hurled at their pastors and their pastor's wives. Which sadly many times don't come from the outside. But it comes within the church members themselves. This is an attack and it's just as lethal as if it were coming from an outside army. And what are these arrows and spears and darts? They are gossips, slanders, lies, divisions, and doubts that others try to plant into the rest of the army. This is a strategy of the devil. It's what the devil did in heaven when he planted seeds of doubt into one third of the angels and he convinced them to revolt against God. He did this by causing doubt in their minds about God. As an armor bearer, you can position yourself to make a huge, huge difference in your church. An armor bearer is positioned to make a great, great impact in the kingdom of God. And their their impact was powerful because of where the armor bearer positioned themselves. An armor bearer would fight off the enemy at their pastor's back. While their pastors are fighting their own battles in front of them, the armor bearer goes back-to-back with their pastor's wife and watches what comes up behind her. I want to illustrate this. I would like to call up my two volunteers, please. Yes. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) So I want you to stand back-to-back. Yes. Now, Sister Michelle, she's the pastor's wife. Okay, and Luan is going to be our armor bearer. Okay, they're, they're back to back. Now, the pastor's wife, she's fighting the enemy. She's ministering to other women, she's counseling them, she's encouraging them, she's praying with them, she's fasting for them, and she's also helping the pastor, her husband, with whatever he needs. Now, the armor bearer is back-to-back to her pastor's wife and is making sure that no enemy tries to sneak up on her. Basically, an armor bearer has a clear view of the battlefield from a different perspective. While the pastor's wife is fighting other battles, she cannot fight all the battles at once. But if the armor bearer has her back, she can see parts of the battlefield that her pastor's wife cannot see. And guess what? Now they have a 360-degree view of the battlefield. Yes. Yes this is where the term I got your back comes from. The role of the armor bearer was to protect their general at all costs. And if an enemy is approaching from an area that the pastor's wife cannot see The armor bearer has the awesome duty to protect her, to shield her, and at times alert and inform her pastor's wife that the enemy is approaching, right? Yes, so if the enemy comes in this way, the devil's trying to come in and hit your pastor's wife, he gets resistance from the armor bearer. If the devil tries to come in this way, he gets resistance from the armor bearer. He cannot penetrate. If he tries to come in this way and sideswipe your pastor's wife, the armor bearer is right there to protect her. The role is so crucial to any pastor's and pastor's wife. Thank you, ladies. Give them a hand. Appreciate it. Thank you. But here's the sad reality, ladies, that some pastors and pastors' wives, they're busy fighting but don't have armor bears. And they get hit from behind. They get injured and sometimes it gets hard for them to fight because they're getting hit from all sides. Or imagine if an armor bear said, well, I see the enemy coming, I see attacks coming, but I'm not gonna tell her. She can fight this one on her own. It would be sure destruction for the pastor's wife, and this armor bear would no longer be a protector and would open up their pastor's wife and their pastor to the attacks of the enemy. And this too is also unfortunate, ladies. A true spiritual armor bearer offers loving and protective care to their pastors who need protection. Yes, your pastor and your pastor's wife, they need protection, ladies. They are on the devil's hit list. They are prime targets for the enemy. So ladies, feel free to share this with your husbands so they can be an armor bearer to their pastor as a man. So I wanna ask you today, who will rise up and fill this awesome role of an armor bearer? Who dares to look the enemy in the face and say, no, no, devil, not today. No, no, devil, not here. No, no, devil, not in my church. In closing, I've often heard many Christians say, "Oh, I serve God. I don't serve man." But did you know the scriptures expi- explicitly tells us to submit to authority? Authority in the government, authority in the home, and authority in the church. I have a quote here from pastor and author Terry Nance. He states, you and I will never flow in the anointing of Elisha until we have learned to serve an Elijah. Wow, that's powerful. And if you've never heard of the story of Elisha and Elijah, then I highly recommend you to read the Old Testament books of First and Second Kings. And Jesus said this in John chapter 15, verse 13. He said, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. This was Jesus' example to us, ladies, of what it means to sacrifice ourselves for the benefit of others. It is not difficult to claim That we are submitted to Jesus. Everyone says. Oh I love Jesus. I love serving him. But the question is. Are we submitted. As the Bible instructs us to. To another human being. Like an armor bearer. Is to their pastor. And their pastor's wife. Now that is a different story. Let's give God glory.